ciao and welcome back to the chronicles of a black italian woman my name is benedicta jumper and i'm the host and creator of this podcast hello, hello, hello people of the internet we are back with the chronicles of a black italian woman i'm back by myself but i just wanted to let you know that i will do my best to get guests on, the, on this podcast i'm so sorry these past few weeks i've been busy I, I feel like i keep on saying that but seriously because i work on different things i sometimes don't take time out to to proper focus on the various things that i do because i'm doing so much so i'll do better i try to focus more and making sure that we get guests on but don't worry i have a list of guests of people that i really want on this podcast and i really hope they can come true there are a couple of people that i've asked before but sometimes you know like on their busy or we're not able to organize and so on but i still hope that i can get these people on or other people that i think is so important to hear from but with all of this i hope you're well if this is your first time tuning in welcome and let's dive into the episode i'll try to keep it short although i can't promise but i'll try to keep it short because i'm sure you all are tired of hearing my voice but let's get into this episode so happy belated international women's day for i know that in some countries is women's month and uh, international women's day was celebrated on uh, march 8th this date was chosen as I was actually trying to do some research and I realized that I was educated about the fact that this this date was chosen due to the strike of women that was done in the United States of March and this was where so many lives spared. But then I discovered that actually this was controversial date and, and controversial facts because there was a lot of political meaning to this day because there were conventions in the early 18th century sorry guys or the early 20th century so in the 1990s 1920s there have been conferences in which women have met and convention especially socialist women so mostly the left wing but the un were decided to adopt this date I think there was controversies on uh, why choosing these dates. So they just started to pick the strike over the political convention of women. So even that, read some drama. Do, 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 do. <laughs> so on the 8th of March, it's been adopted by the UN as an international day of women. I really appreciate all the women around in my life and also with my family and between my workplace, between my own life. I think there's so many inspiring women that i've met uh, which i'm grateful for which have built me and my peers as well older women younger women as well that do find inspiring too so it's just come on let's go women of course i'm um, team intersectionality because i feel oftentimes feminism has failed to include and i fully understand the struggles and the achievements of black women and women of color there is this amazing book by cynthia and Lowe. speaks about feminism on a global scale and how oftentimes women in the west are benefited from exploiting from women in the global south so this book by cynthia and Lowe, i read it during my undergraduate degree i definitely do recommend that was the bananas and something something i make sure that i put it in the, <laughs> the description of the 
episode so you can check it out i always get it like i always get all my titles confused like i know my stuff but the thing with me is i start to struggle with preciseness but it's okay <laughs> but you all know what i guess you kind of know what i'm talking about then so in italy international women's day is also celebrated on the 8th is known as la festa della donna so it's known festa it literally translates as feast party uh I, a feminist group in italy like nonuna di meno has tried to challenge this idea about the fact that it should be a feast or a party but it's a day to remind one more time the injustices and the inequalities that women do face when it comes to the workplaces when it comes to safety when it comes to equality and uh, equal salaries and not only that but the protection of women's body and uh, also the acknowledgement of women's health issues that needs to be acknowledged and being accommodated especially within the workplaces because there are some diseases that are more known to women that especially has to do with the reproductive genital the reproductive system and that uh, cause a lot of pain and women are not able to work because of those but oftentimes they're not acknowledged and there is not really state help for those so it's a time to always remember that what we have to do to access equality and protect women's life and uphold women between our society and make sure that also they're protected again violence uh gender-based violence so when i was growing up especially in high school you could really see the connotation of the international women day seen as a feast so i will see a lot of ads for example from clubs or places that they would be like oh we have discounted women enter for free because it's international women's day women would get free drinks and oftentimes even my classmates sometimes they would be like oh we're going out because it's women's day is the la festa de la donna and i'll be like <laughs> okay i don't think it's about that but okay like i mean if you want to go out that's fine and i think of course when it comes to fight for right of course there has to be included an element of joy and celebration of course but i think there is a lot of dismissiveness when the only focus is the feast and the party without thinking the actual meaning and where we at currently when it comes to women women's rights thankfully with time i was able to acknowledge international women's day in my own way i when i moved to london for university i did my undergrads there uh international women's day was not as celebrated but definitely within universities there were events that i could go to and have time to reflect about women's rights women's achievement and access to equal opportunities so for that i was extremely grateful although there is one aspect that i, I did miss while i was in london is the fact that acknowledgement of this celebration it means little to nothing acknowledging the celebration because italy for example has a huge acknowledgement when it comes to this celebration but when it comes to practice we see still a lot of women not getting job opportunities because you could get pregnant from this moment forward so we're not hiring you especially if you're in a relationship and people will ask that during interviews and i've shared before on the podcast or when you have meetings 
in Italian companies, people are not very shy or aware of their biases. And some people have literally little to no shame to say that, oh, you should dress a certain way because you are a woman or... Mm, in this place, there are a lot of women in this company. What's going on? And things like that. These are comments that I even heard myself personally. I Thankfully, I don't work for an Italian company. But I collaborate from time to time with Italian companies. Or I know people that work for Italian companies that have been asked these kind of questions. Especially where it comes to their career choices. What did I like about Italy and about International Women's Day, although, is the mimosa flower, which mimosa before being a drink is a flower and is yellow. And I really like it for me. It reminds me a lot of childhood because it was little mimosa will be given to women. There being occasions even when my dad tried to give us mimosas and we were confused because sometimes they would bring us like little, little, little branches and we'll be like, okay thank you but still like we'll try to acknowledge international women's day but yeah that's one thing i definitely do like and enjoy about international women's day although i know it's not only about the flowers when it comes to this international women's day particularly we have seen some controversies especially thanks to miss kimberly kardashian which she has decided to open a mouth and ruin this day for this day for us all and uh, and i think this helps us to understand that we really need to educate each woman no matter their income no matter their background we really have to educate ourselves about inequalities that are present for women so when we are in position of power we can truly advocate for women instead of putting other women down what happened with miss kim k so what had happened was that there was an interview with our team magazine and they were asked, I think she was asked about women, what they could do for work and which advice she had. And she said like, get your ass, get up from your effing ass and work. And I was like, ooh, the embarrassment. Like, I can't believe she said that. Because as I, out, out of all the people in this world, you are telling, you, you are telling to work somebody. I'll be honest. I'll be honest though. Let me tell you, I'm not a fan of the Kardashian family. I've never been. And I think I never will. Although I know some people that will always be like, oh, she's a great businesswoman. I don't, I don't like them. I find them a bit shallow. Although I don't think dealing with fashion and focusing on your ecstatic is wrong and i don't think as a woman you to be taken seriously you should completely dismiss that but i don't know there is something that to me i don't know she's giving me shallow and all the family they give me shallow and i do not really like and what i don't like especially about this family is the way that they exploited black american culture especially to make themselves relevant to set some beauty standards that also that were used against black women for example i think about the cornrows which the cameras which are braids when they're attached to your hair and they are done going towards the back they started to be called boxer braids because of kiko and i was confused and those same hairstyles those are the hairstyles for which black women are labeled as unprofessional like so the Kardashian family i found them really 
really problematic. I found exploit their proximity to blackness. They and I don't know. And they honest, I think somebody that gives this kind of advice is really unaware of the level of privilege that they have. Because for example, Kim Kardashian, her dad was a lawyer. It was a wealthy lawyer. It's originally Armenian. She has benefited from that wealth. That it's not like she was. She worked on a dad's firm and then she earned the wealth. No, when their dad passed away, they were already wealthy because of her dad as both. Chris Jenner, she's the one that I think she's really the business person in that family. And the fact that you can't think about the fact that how your wealth plays between your success is really like tone deaf and lame as well because i think rich people that these give this kind of advice i don't think they realize the amount of privilege that they have and also i don't think they've ever been poor because if you have been poor you will never i think give this kind of advice and people that have been poor that give this kind of advice also i don't think sometimes they fail to realize where they came from to get where they are because we also see some of these poor people that because they became successful and they say oh you just have to work hard you just have to work hard i think it's more complex in this society that we live in that of if you simply get art work hard you will get rich it's not like that this society is complex there are a lot of systemic problems within this society and a lot of expectation for which does not permit the equality for people even when i think about my own life i look at my own parents there have been times when my own parents are work multiple jobs growing up and sometimes putting their lives at risk to ensure that they earn x amount of of money so i even my Myself. There have been times when I was in university where I sometimes had to work multiple jobs and to meet and meet. So if it's just, it's not the right expression in English, probably I said it wrong, but I hope it makes sense. But to make sure that I could at least afford some, something to eat. There have been occasions when I work two, three jobs. And even still now, I work, despite having a full-time job, I even work on multiple projects and multiple things at the same time. So I don't think I'm not working enough. And the fact that I'm not wealthy is because I'm not working enough. I think it's so like lame to say that and oftentimes people that are from lower income they actually work a lot more they have less time to enjoy their families they have less time to make it through life or just even just enjoy life the reason being because they're working all the time and to ensure the roof over their head so you can't tell those people that they're not working hard especially you that you have helpmates you have assistance you have people that help you you actually not really doing the work and you failing to acknowledge that really makes you a bad employer <laughs> let me just say that and talking about being a bad employer since that tweet surfaced and this that interview came out the backlash has been real and we've seen also that for example the editor of the apps in 2015 jessica defino clearly said that she had to work almost 24 hours she couldn't afford the groceries and she had to call sick most of the time because she couldn't put petrol in in a car so you and she couldn't put petrol in a car when petrol was cheap because nowadays petrol prices are crazy due to the war and and you are saying 
you exploited other people and then say that oh like you just have to work hard like you actually part of the problem why some women can't become wealthy because you exploited them and then you want to say like oh you just need to work hard like just just be quiet just be quiet please just be quiet and as sister kylie she could get where she got in life with her brands and a little cosmetic brands and things like that because her mom gave her the money to do so poor people can't poor people lower income people normal day people they can't ask just go to their parents and ask for money ask for a million dollar to be invested they have to ask banks and when they ask banks this creates a free uh, <laughs> i can't talk today a vicious circle for which people that end up being in debt and they have to work to cover those debts so like you just not thinking how this real world real world works it's just insane to me and it really shows that you haven't been in touch with reality and i think we feel still in this society to acknowledge the trauma that being poor brings in being lower income and if and the role of financial trauma and the way it affects people's life as well and we have to realize something and i think people before say nonsense like you should just work hard just imagine why i talked to my sister about this words of kim kardashian i came up with this kind of example or idea to make you better understand that why simply working hard is not the answer to being poor or not being wealthy so let's say this you are on a trampoline right now you rich person you're jumping on the trampoline and let's say when you fall or when you land you land on a nice elasticated safety ground okay so you jump and then you have it you have a nice mat that is safe you have an elastic mat that makes you jump back and put you back in the on the trampoline okay when it comes to poorer people people from lower income background is when they jump from down trampoline they'd rather crash or fly and so literally they don't have the same safety net as other people so somebody that's poorer can take a risk and that could increase their debt or they can really develop a career which they can cover the debt and then starting to become richer i feel literally that can help us to better understand what uh the difference between this society between having a higher income and a lower income and having generational wealth and not having generational wealth as well so also but i can't read but it's get into the lighter note of this episode. I just wanted to let you know that I've been caught up in some show with some shows while doing my stuff and while working on loads of things and my research project and so on. And I ended up rewatching the K drama that made me fall in love with K dramas, which was Crash Landing on You because the actors Yushin Bin and So Yin Jin are getting married. They're getting married this month and they met on the K-drop and I'm so excited so I have to watch it but I felt like I was a lot better at watching it this time I was able to pay more attention despite I was doing multiple stuff while watching it because 
uh, I guess I became almost a K-drama expert. And also, oh my goodness, listen, I could see so many nuances. I could see so many things in this K-drama. By the way, the K this K-drama is about like a literally a love story between a North Korean soldier and a South wealthy South Korean woman. And literally, while she was trying to, she was testing one of her products, she ended up landing in uh, in North Korea. And uh, listen the way this drama was played and even the depth sometimes the depth of the issues that they talk about on k-drama like listen guys if you're not into k-drama yeah let me just remind you to get into it okay okay and also i just wanted to let you know as well something surprising that i've watched has been Ital an italian netflix series which i'm not biggest fan of italian netflix i've mainly been watching italian netflix because of uh, two shows which i had my character black people and i was like finally we have those with black people so i'll be mainly watching those but i ended up watching another show which was an astrological guide to broken art and i was pleasantly surprised i watched the second season i think the first i watched the first season i think probably while i had covid maybe i don't know uh, but i watched this series and i was pleasantly surprised that even the second season was good and it's about uh, it talks about astrology but really with me i don't really put my trust in astrology it's not something that i really believe in but at the same time it was also surprisingly a good show that i think it was even beyond the astrology for what it matters although it talks about it it just it was about i think it was mainly about love in our generation uh, my generation i'm a millennial <laughs> just to let you, a lot of people know in this internet world and it was so interesting about talking about the fears of love the joys of love and the fact that oftentimes sometimes we choose love not because we're actually in love but because of fear or we refuse love because of fear and i think that was so interesting and talking about love fear and all these things mm, people like i'm back home in northern italy to, uh, to just spend a couple of days with my family and you know what i watched on my way here the tinder swindler i watched it later compared to everybody else but 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 let me say what in the world is this show like what is this like wow like it's not even a show a real like it's a real life event this guy on tinder that pretended to be a billionaire has swindled these women to believe a goddamn to get into debt for love while it was using the money of these women to spend on other women and it was just insane like this person was a professional scammer has only got five months of jail in israel which has been insane because we've seen palestinian kids having worse sentence than this professional international scammer i was shocked i was shocked of how these women believed this man just because he said it was wealthy just because it was pulling out private jet i was shocked and also i think this shows a problem within our society definitely is the fact that we believe people just because they're rich and also i think the problem is the idea of love that can be so idealistic and so when we 
see that kind of idealist love in real life we start believing people which is just um they oh my gosh one of these ladies i was just like are you okay you were just like i want the disney's kind of love and then at the end of the show she was still on tinder i was like babes babes like are you okay like no like these women got into huge debt but they still pay for that debt and the problem i think it was that these women fell for this man it was the fact that he will give so much of the idealistic kind of love and the ready-made sentences but the problem is this man was not specific about them and i think that's the lesson to be taken taken is the fact that when people show us love in our life let it be family let it be friends let it be whoever they are make sure that they say something specific about you and also you make sure to say something specific about them because if not i think you're failing to truly love this people and on this little nugget i will just leave you and i wish you a wonderful ending of the of the month of march enjoy the spring spring in for those that do have allergies please do take your medicine in and taking the sun and enjoy don't forget follow the chronicles of a black italian women on instagram at chronicles of a b i double v and my own personal page is a smiley benny with two y's in the end and also maybe you want to follow my research my research project which is called progetto siamo just follow 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 share like comment subscribe do whatever you need to do to support this podcast thank you so much ciao